Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And we are going to talk about a pop culture period piece and give it our super scientific rating uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to 10 of what we think about it. Um, and But before we get into it, Julie, do you have any recommendations? Um, you forgot. This is me forgetting our format <laughs> every single time. Um, my recommendation is do not have Prosecco. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I had Prosecco last night with a friend and it mm-hmm. hits different than all other alcohols. And oh, it yes. made me feel sick. Mm-hmm. It's all the sugar. It's all that sugar yeah. content. Yeah. So I, yeah, I definitely like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, that's awful. <laughs> and like, I don't think it's that high of an alcohol content. Like, no, it's only it's just, an IPA or something. It's just like, here's sure, a terrible sure. journey in your stomach. <laughs> so that's yeah. my recommendation. That's that's like people who love to have like mimosas for breakfast, you know, for mm-hmm. brunch, and they'll have like bottomless mimosas. The two things that will make my stomach turn is like orange juice. Like my body cannot handle it, and Prosecco. So like a mimosa is terrifying to me. What are you doing? So uh, my recommendation, um, we're going to go like lightning today. I was uh, (laughs) um, having a day yesterday. And so I randomly was like, I'm going to watch a movie I haven't watched in years. And so I watched the Truman Show, still slaps. (laughs) So. yeah, still just, still just good. Just a good movie. Um, anywho, so uh, look at us, look at us getting our recommendations done super quick. Um, I like how my recommendations are like, <laughs> lately have been like, here's, here's a mistake I've made that you can learn from. Well, once I, once I realize how to learn from them, maybe I'll talk about my mistakes right now. I'm just like in it. So, um, so today, uh, we're in sports month, uh, and we're going to talk about the 1992 film school ties starring Brandon Frazier. And then like literally everyone else. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Um, so the movie, what it's about is that, um, this, uh, 19, uh, I think he's 18 or 19, but a senior in high school, uh, Jewish boy played by Brendan Fraser goes to a Lutheran preparatory high school in hopes of, uh, he's the quarterback. And then in hopes of getting into Harvard and it'll really set him to a good school. He, um, hides the fact that he is Jewish, but eventually it does come out and there is a lot of antagonistic behavior um and we'll talk about more of that and how it ends but yeah I want to talk about half of my notes are like (laughs) like I forgot Robin was in this movie oh and then a different Batman and Jason Bourne and Allison from Crybaby and Mark from Rent (laughs) Uh, so uh, so many people and like it got to the point where I was like is there anyone in this movie that didn't go on to become incredibly famous yeah I don't think so um yeah so what are your thoughts uh Julie Pooley uh what a great movie um so (laughs) my 
my initial thought, my, my Massachusetts radar went off very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just a, a lot of, of thoughts about Massachusetts and, and my experiences um, living there. Um, I was actually talking about this with a, a friend from Boston yesterday and how I did not realize how much the city of Boston has like a history and a reputation for racism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, New England, it's so liberal. But mm-hmm. um, that is that is a known thing. I'm not just like swinging an accusation around folks. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's just it's an interesting I don't know if paradox is the right word, but like it's a very interesting thing when you get into like the the liberal educated elites in New England and New York and, and whatnot. And, and there's that ugly side of racism. And I think that this movie really showed that very well. Mm-hmm. um also dick wolf wrote it which the last time mm-hmm. i saw that saw it meant nothing to me and now i'm like oh shoot law and order yeah i when it comes to like also in like religions how they can be like all loving and all this and all but the moment you are something different then mm-hmm. you become an enemy or you become someone to look down upon um and I thought that this movie did a real, like a really good job of not shying away from it. Like I kind of hated how blunt they were with everything. Like they said some choice words a lot mm-hmm. and they just threw it out there. It was nothing to these characters and like, but it wouldn't be, but to my sensibility, I was like, Ooh, uh, yeah, what? you know, um, and and so I feel like I don't know I was just I I feel like it's a very well written movie and very um just not shy about it and I I think I read somewhere see I do look at the trivia even if I like the movie (laughs) okay Um, all right that that Dick Wolf wrote a lot of it about his experiences mm-hmm. in school and the producer also had similar experiences so it it is it's not like written from the place of like an outside observer being like here's here's my thoughts like mm-hmm. and i think maybe that that's why there's so many like moments that are just like openly like oh mm-hmm. it's because they live that's hard to hear yeah and I, I think it's, um, it's interesting, like the amount of, of brother and also playing with like religion, sports and class too, mm-hmm. because there's definitely the moment where ev- all the other like prep kids are sitting down to eat and they're like, well, where, where is he? And they look and he's going to wait on them. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was such an interesting moment um, because I felt like it started to set up everything. Like that was the moment that they're like, oh, he's not like us in this way. So we're going to yeah. slowly start to figure out all the other ways. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's also like a higher, a hierarchy mm-hmm. as well at the school of like, are you like there's the the guy that's like not in the football team but they like jokingly let him hang out with them Mm -hmm. magoo Mm -hmm. 
Well, and there's also like the, uh, like you can be elite just by who your family is. And, um, and like, we know that in college, but I, I also like the fact that it showed like it for, for not all individuals, but a lot of individuals, there's not this, like, there's this like, oh, pick yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. But a lot of people who say that have been supported since they were born and also before they were born by like their lineage. And then they go to the right preschool and then they go over to the right elementary mm -hmm. school and then they go mm -hmm. to the right prep school, which leads, leads them to the right college. And then they just know the right people to get the right jobs. And that was also hinted at in this movie as well. And then I all like, I wrote down um, that I felt like this was, if you look at what constitutes like a white supremacy society this movie like hit everything and not just the the obvious points right um but also the points of like the need for perfection and the need for speed and you really see that in the student that has the mental breakdown yeah yeah and they didn't need to put that in there um for for Brendan Fraser's character storyline, but I don't think his storyline is what it's about. I think, I think he is one of the, like, I think he is one of the vehicles to more show who the school is as a character. Yeah. Um, it was interesting for me too, because in my recollection of the movie, mm -hmm. it was like a movie about like him being outed, like, and that yeah. be, that being the plot of it. But like looking at the timestamp of when they found out, it's it's so deep in the movie and they've, yeah. and it, it hits even harder because it's like, God, they have built that relationship mm -hmm. for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, just, in, just very interesting. Oh, and the, the, you know, we, we've talked about the school, but also, um, I can't remember her name, but the, the female Allison character. from Crybaby. Al yes. <laughs> That's Allison, her name in Crybaby. <laughs> Allison from Crybaby, um, yeah. who in this movie also probably has like a, a very Allison-like name. Yeah. Um, but, but seeing her reaction to it and also like talk about like ugly things people have said. Mm -hmm. Like some of the stuff coming out of her mouth, her character's mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's also her mouth, but you know what I mean. Sally Wheeler. Yep. That's Got a it. very yep. Allison name. <laughs> yeah. And like so um, sad about it. You know what I mean? And I think that that was one of the things I was really like just uh, sad too is the amount that she was like, you have to understand how hard this is for me. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. These are all the horrible things people said to me about you. And I need you to feel sorry for me. Um, and oof, that's all I got to say. Like, I just, I, I, I thought, I thought this movie was going to be just like, oh, yay, let's go through this, like Brendan Fraser being dramatic, real. And it, it just hits so much differently. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. now so yeah yeah and I believe this was like his first movie maybe 
it was his first like big role yeah um (laughs) just like a weird thing Uh i don't i don't know what like backstory i created in my head for like matt damon and ben affleck but in 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 my original knowledge of them like um goodwill hunting was Mm -hmm. the like the first thing they did and it's like such a big deal like i remember being like wow they wrote this and then and then they decided to act in it and i'm like wait a minute julie (laughs) you've seen them act before you just didn't know these are all very talented people and like chris o'donnell matt damon and ben affleck i think all received their acting training like in boston i know uh chris o'donnell did for sure because he was at boston college i think mm-hmm. um so like there's really good acting schools in boston and i'm like julie i don't know why i wanted them to have the zero to hero story well and i thought i i had the same thought and also because you saw as an as an actor but you saw that reflected in in the character storylines right like they they didn't have this zero to hero grow up they kind of were were not given the opportunities but they were they were put in places of privilege where the opportunities were more available and to see that all of these actors didn't just like like I had the same thought about um Anthony Rapp where I was like oh I thought like he did a few independent films and then he did rent and then he skyrocketed and I was like, mm-hmm. no, he had been just working the whole time yeah. and just got yeah. there eventually. Like, and yeah. And just being like, no, if you're set up for success younger, you're gonna, it's like, or it's not going to happen, but you, you, you see with this movie that so many people were put in really good positions at a very young age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always pausing because I'm always like, did she agree with me or did I say something totally shitty? Oh. <laughs> no, it's it's like you come out with these like really smart things. And then I'm like, I don't I don't have a follow-up to that. So I'm just gonna make guttural noises in agreement. Oh, I love and then guttural when, noises. And then and here's what happens in my head during the pause. I'm like, oh God she wants, I need to say something. She's telling me I have to say something. I don't have anything to say because I'm not good enough. Oh my gosh. No, this is, this is the put, put the not good enoughs in your head away podcast because like I am fighting, I'm fighting those battles right now. Um, I also like that it like turned into not that it turned into, but it, had a 12 angry men law and order feel at oh, the end yes yeah which i was like oh there's dick wolf like not saying that like mm-hmm, he wasn't mm-hmm. there the whole time but the rest of the storyline is a little out of his like what we know as his element and then so for listeners if you watched or not um there is a big test and there's an honor code that they all have to adhere to especially on the football team and brenda Fraser's character sees um Matt Damon's character cheat and use a crib sheet and he sees it but then the teacher but he doesn't say anything but the teacher finds the crib sheet and then they all have to come forward and say who does who cheated and Matt Damon accuses Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser accuses Matt Damon so very 12 angry men moment Mm -hmm. 
Um, and when they all vote, they all vote to um, that Brenda Fraser's character is the one that uh, cheated. And then at the very end, another one of the teammates actually goes to the principal first because Brendan Fraser was going to go and just say that he cheated it was him but another student goes first and I usually don't go that in depth <laughs> into a plot but I just want to say that because I um I felt called out by this moment and I want to be mm. really honest about it mm -hmm. because it's really not easy but it's easier to be an advocate or an ally at the very last moment and not at the very first moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when it gets to such a bad place that you have to step in and not at a place where you should have stepped in. Yes. And I, yeah, I just wanted to call that out and be like, that was a moment that I was like, yeah, because I think to some people, they may watch that and be like, oh, good for them. Good for that person. And uh, yeah. And I just was like, like, oh shit, I'm that person and not in a good way. In a like, oh, look how good I am. I did step in eventually. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Brent, like Brendan Fraser's character recognizes that like yeah. in his response to them of like, oh, we're so glad you're staying, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I hope that that is not lost yeah. on folks when they are seeing it, that like he's in the right. And the only reason he's still at that school was because that guy stepped forward. Yeah. And he had to go through all of that trauma mm -hmm. with the other students before it got to that point. Like, so, I mean, he's going to go to the school, he's going to get out of there and, and I hope he gets to Harvard or wherever his character wants to go. But I, I can't imagine how the rest of the school year would be for that character. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, I mean, people are chicken shit. I bet no one said anything to him and it was just a very lonely rest of the school year. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but they didn't say fucking shit the rest of the time, you know? Um, and I would like, I also love the line where it's, I'm going to paraphrase where he said, like, you will use me for football. I will use you to get into Harvard. And that's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And being like, there's, there's no love here. There's no gratefulness here. Yeah. Um, and this is a marriage yeah. of convenience. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So anything else, Julie, before we rate it? Um, the, the end of the movie, that last mm -hmm. bit of dialogue between Matt Damon's character mm -hmm. and him mm -hmm. was just, whew, that's, yeah there's just like that's a that's a dialogue moment that's a dialogue moment i just invented a phrase <laughs> that's a dialogue moment t-shirt coming soon i was like can <laughs> i get a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and it 
Yeah. And it didn't shy away from it. Like there were so many softer ways to say that exact same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Julie, one out of 10 records that your teacher doesn't want you to play. <laughs> what would you rate this movie? Um, okay. I would rate the movie. I think eight out of 10. It's, it's a lot of strong performances. I think it's an Im important story to tell mm -hmm. and it's, it's told in a way that is a lot more honest than, mm -hmm. than a lot of times, um, stories of this nature are told. I would also rate your rating system for this one, a 10 out of 10. Oh, thank you. I needed that ego boost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say eight out of 10 too. And it's not because, I mean, like everything in life, I just want to copy you, Julie. But also because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I I actually thought I would give it a six and be like, mainly for Brendan Fraser, just because, you know, it was 1992. Maybe the movie was just slower. I hadn't watched it since then, et cetera, and so forth. I remember when I first watched it, it was because I was told you could see Brendan Fraser's butt <laughs> still in there. So, um, and that's why it's eight out of 10. No, I'm kidding. It's a really... Yeah, it just hit in a really hard way in, in a way that I think um, needs to be told. I wish, I hope there's a way to find like a slight, I think it's one that I, I love the fact that it's so bold, but I wish that there was a way to show it to like high schoolers because it involved like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So Julie, what are you looking forward to? Um, I am looking forward to being out in the world again. Woo! Listeners, if you recall on the last episode, <laughs> I was a mess, I thought, from a sinus infection. You didn't. No. And I, I actually walked out of the recording booth and uh, Mike was on the couch and he said, knock, knock, we have COVID. Uh, because while I was recording, <laughs> that's the most Mike way, Mike way to deliver that message, right? Um, so I I did test immediately after that. It turned out that I also have COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is, and look, we we are vaccinated, and I am so glad that it was not a more painful experience or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but baby whiny Julie was sad to cancel the fun things I get to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted, like, I have never wanted to just walk around Marshall's more in my <laughs> life than I did when I, when I couldn't. Yeah. I understand that. Huh. <sighs> I'm looking forward to uh, the Pittsburgh uh, tour that I directed last year is coming back, baby. Uh, so I'm going to direct that again this year. So Arcade Comedy Theater, come see us. It's going to be a fun Pittsburgh walking tour. Um, <sighs> yeah. I'm so excited for Pittsburgh shit. <laughs> come visit me. Um, and yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, buy our merch, rate your network.com and have a great day. Bye. Bye.
The Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.